all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. Coming to you from Las Vegas, it's Sports Insider Radio. Brian Blessing. And we're going to be joined by John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com. Our friend Kenny White will be joining us as well. Getting you ready for a crazy weekend in college and NFL football. There's a lot of great action. We're starting to figure out who these teams are, what they're all about, who's good, who's bad, who's overrated, who's underrated, who's phony, what are the numbers telling you, which way are the numbers moving. There's a lot on the docket, and we're going to get to it. Uh, right here on Sports Insider Radio. You can get hold of the guys at 1-800-209-1679. So, coming to you from Las Vegas, I'm Brian Blessing, and our good friends, John and Mike, are back in Baltimore, and they're on board with us as we're geared up for a brand new weekend of college and NFL football. How's it going, fellas? It's going great. How you doing, guys? Uh, outstanding. We're ready to roll. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, Another exciting week. We look at college football. We've got angles that are in play, letdown spots, sandwich games, look-aheads, uh, all the things that we talk about. But most importantly, it's about the number and trying to get ahead of it and get the best of the number. Absolutely. And like I always tell people, if it was that easy to take teams like uh, Cincinnati at home last Thursday when we had Houston on the money line, everybody would be doing it. Like I always tell people, you have to look at traps, trap lines and perception of what teams did the prior week. Last Thursday, which is a week ago, which is a week ago uh, almost a week ago at the time of us doing this radio show, we literally told all clients to play Houston 
on the money line when they called in from the radio show last week, and they were choking, literally choking. Like, how can you take this game? They could barely score the week before. I said, listen, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. You have to throw out last week and understand it. Like you said yesterday, I was listening, pros are pros, and on any given day, any team, especially in the NFL, can win. Well, there's no doubt about that. Michael, how you doing back in Baltimore? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Doing good. We got that big breakfast football game. Uh, you got your Ravens, and across the pond we go. Yeah, I mean, they traveled across there. It's like we talked about yesterday. Uh, it's going to be pretty much a home game. There's so many Raven fans traveling because it's such a short five-hour flight that it's there's going to be a majority of purple in the stands. It's an early game, but the Ravens are well-rested. They didn't get too banged up. They lost Yonder for the season. That's going to be a huge hit to their offensive line when it was already pretty shaky going into the year. But Jacksonville can't score. Bortles is due for a few interceptions. The Ravens are averaging four takeaways a game. I mean, this game in itself, the Ravens should steamroll them. But, again, the line is still small at three, and it opened up at four, so it's moving back and forth. As much as being biased, I want the Ravens to win. It's just one of those games where you could potentially, you know, have both sides and arbitrage the game. And the one thing I would say, the total on the game is pretty telling. Uh, and we said that last week. I know this was one of the games we had talked about when we did the show last week, and that was Baltimore at home to Cleveland. I, I'll tell you, it was a nail-biter because they started scoring points early on, and I'm like, wow, that's way too many points than I ever thought they'd score. But it did stay under the total with a rookie quarterback going against a good defense. And Flacco's still not 100%. Uh, I think this is another one of these deals. I don't know where the points come from, but the thing that's scary and would lead me to stay away from it is Bortles is such a disaster that he could throw two pick six, and there goes your total. Right, absolutely. And and I believe with the Ravens' defense this year, points are going to be hard to come by, but they're so opportunistic on defense that a pick six is pretty common nowadays with this team that literally is flying all over the field. The secondary is so fast with the addition of Jefferson – who's making Weddle extremely safe at his position because last year he was exposed. And we have Humphreys, the first-round pick, who's playing exceptional. And he's pretty much a nickel corner because we have Smith and Carr, who's an all-pro. So the secondary is locked down. And then with the front seven, we already knew they were good coming into the year. But Bortles in itself, they have a run game. If they establish a run game early, the Ravens might have a little bit of trouble. But if they shut down Fournette early in the game, I see this game being, you know, they're going to, by the third quarter, you'll be able to see if Bortles is just going to be in shotgun throwing the ball left and right. And his receiving core is banged up with Robinson being out for the year after the first game. So guys like Hearns is going to have to step up like he did last game, but I don't think it's going to be enough for them to overcome the Ravens. Wanted to touch base on that breakfast football game on Sunday. Uh, we've got a lot of college football, and we'll start with college and really roll through this. Uh, it's SportsInsiderRadio.com. Glad to have Kenny White in studio from Odds Factor, OddsXFactor.com, uh, 800-356-5484. Kenny White, our good friend, is in studio. How's it going, Kenny? Another week as we get ready for college football and the NFL. Are you starting to get a read uh, on these teams, both college and pro, or to me, there's some real quirky ones that are out there that are real gray areas that I still don't know what I'm dealing with. You had the teams that had to deal with obviously the storms. Uh, we did get Tampa and Minnesota come out of the, or Tampa and Miami come out of the gate. Miami dodged a bullet. Tampa looked really good, but they were playing Chicago. So I still don't know that we know what we're dealing with. 
you do it to me all the time. I don't know how many questions you just asked. I don't know. Well, I don't, who, 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 who do you? Who do you? Who do you? I mean, do you have a read on uh, most of these well, teams? I, um, no. But you know what? The one thing I'll give you right now is it's 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 never stopped. It's always comes down to coaching. Let's start with Baltimore. Um, and I said last week I don't think Baltimore is very good. I don't think they have any talent really on their team. But the coach is amazing. I mean, they got some players that can play. Um, Brandon Williams on the defensive line is amazing. Eric Weddle in the secondary, Macklin. And, you know, you lose a guy like Marshall uh, Yanda on the offensive line. That's a killer. And Flacco has just never put up great numbers. But John Harbaugh is an amazing coach. He puts his defense in situations. They have eight interceptions already. Like I've already said, you can't predict turnovers. So if you want to try to tell me that Baltimore is going to intercept two passes against Jacksonville this week, you're going to win the game with Baltimore. But if if Bortles doesn't throw an interception, Jacksonville wins the game. Uh, big difference in coaching. The fact is you need information. And what Mike just said about Baltimore traveling, the fans traveling to the game, that home field advantage isn't where you play. Home field advantage is where the fans are loud enough to create one or two or three calls to go their way by the officials. So if Baltimore's got a ton of people there and and they got the home advantage, we should be adding three points to Baltimore this week. Let me ask you only two questions. Just two, Kenny. <laughs> just, <laughs> just I two. can't keep just, track of more well, than one. Because there's so many cool things that are out there. But, you know, you brought up the travel. And we mentioned this last week. And it, it was a between-the-lines thing. And that was Carolina played San Francisco. And they were pedestrian, but they won against a poor team. But they had to fly home, cross-country, as far as they could go. And it became a short week for them. Monday's a throwaway. Tuesday's their day off. And they're pros, and it shouldn't matter. They couldn't get out of their own way offensively. I think travel was actually a big part of that, even though it's six days prior to the next game. Then you've got situations now, this week, you've got Denver. They look great at home. Okay, they've got to travel east now, play the breakfast football game, and let's see what Simeon does in a hostile environment. And the Raiders look great. The good thing is it's not a day game, but they've got to travel east. And it does impact players' body clocks. There's just a couple of teams, but these are things in college and the NFL you have to take into account. There's no doubt. And I, and I really like Buffalo's defense. And I told you that last week. I said I've got Buffalo rated as a – playoff team and their defense showed it last week their offense didn't didn't do a thing but the Panthers defense is outstanding so it was a very good under game but you're right Denver probably has a huge letdown after they put everything into it to beat the Cowboys so you got the letdown factor as well as the travel early game Um, I wanted to go back to last week I lost a game on the I had the Chargers I thought for sure that the stadium would be packed 30,000 Charger fans screaming and yelling um, for their first game in L.A., and I was couldn't be completely more wrong. There was more Dolphin fans in the stadium listen, than there were bad. Charger fans. I was on, listen, don't feel bad. I was. Uh, oh, you said the Chargers. Oh, I was on the Skins. Different game. Yeah. Um, but, but, <laughs> well, Skins we won. Game. The Skins won. Well, I'll tell you, we all we all got to get used listen. to the Rams and Chargers. That, that's different. I don't want to interrupt you guys, but if you're driving down the road and you're trying to figure it out, and you're going to do things like don't play the East Coast team traveling to the West Coast. You have to treat each individual game. It's one thing to have blanket statistics, but 
I had a million clients saying, how can you take the Skins plus three? I said, don't even worry about the plus three. They're going to win the game outright. You don't bet a plus three because you think they're going to lose by two in the NFL. Most of the time, if you're going to cover that three, they're going to win the game outright. So if you're listening right now, you need to call 1-800-209-1679. Kenny, if you listened earlier in the beginning of the show, it said he's now on the other side. Kenny, I want to talk to you about line making real quick. Because this is what, if you're not playing baseball and you're not playing the upcoming hockey you're trying to bust a number. What do you say about these early line moves? I went back and listened to the radio, archived at Sports Insider Radios. You said 25% of the line moves are fake. Me and Brian discussed the Nevada game the other day. The line went up four and a half points. They lost the game outright, laying 34 and a half. I look at this as of the time of this recording, teams like Penn State opened up at 13. They're down to 11. You have a lot of teams that have crossed the number. Georgia opened up at 6. They're at 7.5. So what do you say to the guy driving down the road who's looking at these numbers and he's going to wait till five minutes before game time, and instead of laying Wake Forest minus 3, he's going to lay Wake Forest, which is now minus 4.5, again, over those key numbers. What do you say to these guys about the numbers? Well, it's all relative i think within each game you mentioned nevada was a 34 point favorite it's amazing that the two teams from nevada reno and las vegas both have the biggest upsets of the year but that was a off-board game against idaho state and that was such a high number it didn't take a lot of money to move it four points and i just they they you know that they do play games with those but there may not be as much money involved i think they like to play more games with uh what you just said a wake forest that they can drive up six points um, or, or four or five points, whatever, to a better number and take back well, the what dog. I'm, what I'm noticing is a lot of early moves in the week so far this season. It's been the dog side. Tulsa opened up at 14. It's now down to 11 with New Mexico. Um, I just mentioned the other move to you. South Carolina opened up at 11.5 against Louisiana Tech. Now the line is 8. Um, and then again, you have the, the Iowa opened up as a 13-point dog at home against Penn State. Now they're plus 11. So I don't know if I would say me and you know a lot of the people in the same circles. Is that pros trying to middle the games early and just taking a stand against a key number, and then they're going to come back and get the favorite at a cheaper price? Yeah, they're all trying to figure out what's going to happen. So there's a lot of professional groups. They don't know what they're each and the other is doing. So. Uh, we bounce back and forth, and uh, you're trying to just get a you're trying to get a lead on somebody else. You're thinking, well, yeah, they're going to take the dog in this game. I'm going to jump on the points, and you're right, maybe just an arbitrage game. Let me ask you about well, you know the thing is well like UTSA against Texas State opened up as a 15 and a half point dog, not a big top 25 matchup, but now it's down two and a half points to 13. So if you're trying to hammer that 14, you know you you got it early plus 14 and a half. I can't believe a pro group isn't going to come back and take the minus 13. And they got a free 14-point middle. I did it with Baylor last week. I had Baylor plus 14.5 on Friday that I played at the window in Vegas. It closed with Duke minus 11. It landed on 14. I had Texas Tech. I had Arizona State plus 7.5 on Friday. Went down to 6.5. It landed on 7. Now, I'm not saying I didn't have other middles that didn't win, but I myself am a big guy where I'm trying to come in and get that dog early and then get that favorite late at a cheaper price. Kenny, let me ask you about the correlation of numbers, sides and totals. Bowling Green's playing Middle Tennessee State. Now, that was a game that the the Blue Raiders, that's my favorite nickname, by the way, in college football. The Blue Raiders were 10.5-point favorites for the opener. The game's down to the key number of seven. And the reason quarterback Brent Stockstill is questionable, their wide receiver Richie Jones is questionable. But the side comes down from 10.5 down to seven. But the total goes from 56 down to 53. 
Can you talk about the correlation, side and total, and line moves, specifically in this situation, uh, when there are injuries, but uh, other examples that you can maybe refer to? Well, last week when Stockstill, they, they announced he was out about 20 minutes before game time. Minnesota was minus 9 at that time, and it ballooned to minus 14, five-point move. Uh, Minnesota wins easily, and they bet the game under as well. So um, side and total both came in. That was a correlation. Sometimes you're laying points and still going under. The best correlated parlays, obviously, are dog and under, favorite and over. But in this situation you're talking about, again, Middle Tennessee State, if stock still doesn't play, you're on the opponent and the under in that game. And the same sort of thing, because last week uh, on this show, we were saying, watch out, Mississippi State, um, that's an absolute hornet's nest. There's something about night games at Starksville, and literally LSU walked in there and got emulsified, uh, catching seven and a half points. They rolled them and won the game outright. Now, this week, Mississippi State uh, is at Georgia. People saw them. They look great. Uh, all of a sudden, here's money on Mississippi State, but it's in a dead zone, right? It's from six down to five, but the same correlation. The total uh, is going from 50 down to 48 and a half. So they're, te- they're saying to you they like Mississippi State in the under. Well, Dan Mullen can coach football, and he'll be the next Gator coach next year. He'll be in Florida in Gainesville. Um, he, he is a great coach, and that's, you know, I, I had to upgrade my rating on him quickly because of that game against LSU. When you win that impressively against that talented of a team, who doesn't have problems right now. Their coach is in place. They're, everything's good there, and they're a good football team. But, boy, uh, Mississippi State looks really good. I don't – you know, that's a team you got to jump on when they're hot, except for and, now you worry about a letdown. Right, and let's also talk about the game within the game. Last week my biggest play was Colorado State in the second half, plus 13-and-a-half. Back to you, Kenny, making numbers. The line should have been 14-and-a-half or 15. They were trying to suck everybody into Alabama at halftime when they were blowing them out. And then they just let Colorado State score 13 in the fourth quarter and cover. That's why if you're listening to this show, it's dangerous to try to do this on your own. Anytime you think it's that easy, usually it's not that easy. Now, I'm here in Baltimore, Maryland. Up the street from me is Navy. So break down this Navy game for me, Kenny. Last week, Cincinnati goes from plus 4.5 down to plus 3.5. They were one of the 10 dogs that won the game outright. Navy hosts Cincinnati up the street in Annapolis, Maryland from me. They opened up at 10. Now they're 11 and a half. Cincinnati's getting no respect. Well, uh, as Kenny's getting situated here on that specific game, what I would say to you is with the military academies, which Kenny will always refer to this, you never get an ounce of quit in these guys. But Navy, the big, I think, predominant move here is because Navy has an extra week to prepare for this game for a Cincinnati right, team that year. lost to Michigan 36-14. Uh, they're off to a 2-1 and one start, but their offense has been struggling. But, Kenny, the other thing is with the extra week to prepare, Cincinnati, uh, we're looking at the total in this game from 49.5. It's on the roll. It's up to 52.5. So I think the belief here is that the Bearcats can't stop Navy's offense. And that's the number one thing you really got to look at. Run and stop the run. If you can't stop somebody from running the football, you're not going to stop them from scoring. Uh, Cincinnati also, they played Miami of Ohio last week. Not a huge game for Cincinnati, much bigger for Miami, Ohio, but it is still a rivalry. There's actually a trophy that's involved with that game. The winner gets a trophy. So uh, that was an emotional game. And as you mentioned, I think the extra week off for Navy – is a big plus plus Ken 
Niamatololo is probably one of the best coaches in college football. Oh, you this did that. Amazing. Good. Say that again. I dare you. Niamatololo. I'm impressed. I, I just say the Navy I'm coach. Impressed. That That's pretty, you know. Mike, are you impressed? Very impressed. Man, Kenny firing out the, the, the big names. Michael, college football, obviously. Uh, it starts bright and early. But here in Las Vegas, we get breakfast football. Uh, Sunday, we get really crazy breakfast football. Uh, we'll get like a 6 o'clock start for that NFL game. But basically... We're talking uh, 9 in the morning right out of the gate until the sun goes down till probably about 10 at night. It's it's a wild Saturday. No, it is. And specifically with college, people want to get in so early because they need the action and they need to watch something. When in reality, we literally sit here, we monitor every single game, and a lot of the spots that we take are at halftime because we see how the first half is played out. With college, they don't do many injury reports like they do in the NFL, so you really don't know who's going to be playing in the game. And then once the first half has prevailed and the linemakers just make the line based on the actual opening number of the game, and then half the game has gone on, we can now take advantage of the spots easily and we could just monitor the games all day because there's 60 games on the board and we could find our better spots throughout the entire day. All right, it is Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. And we are excited for another busy weekend of college and NFL football. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more winning information in a moment. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Easy 
All right, back with you. Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Kenny White. We've got John and Mike, johnsyndicate.com, back in Baltimore, gearing up for another exciting weekend, fellas. And college football on a Saturday, you know, just looking at some of these games, uh, you get the letdown spots. If you want one, Kenny, and guys, chime in on this one. Uh, would there be a bigger letdown spot? And I think the the number, when you get the opening number and then you get a market number, but there are angles and things that are in play that obviously stick out like a sore thumb. Whether it comes to pass or not is another story. But Florida, with the miracle game against Tennessee, now goes on the road in conference play to take on a 3-0 and Kentucky team that has a solid defense. But when we talk about moves, John, this is one of the biggest. You're not looking at a four, five, six, seven point move, but this is a number that goes through a key number. Florida minus four, down below the key number of three, down to two and a half. That's a monster move. Fader of all fake moves, and I'm a fader of all what moves based on what happened last week. So you can just call me John Fade the Move. I mean, it's like I should have a website called FadeTheMove.com. I might just have to go see if it's available because these moves are so phony. It is literally just based on what everybody watched last week. And what I like to do is look for the obscure games that are often overlooked for the general public because as you and I have discussed for years, the hardest games to play are the ones that are the, that get the most volume and action. And what I'm looking for is if you're driving down the road and you're listening to this or you're listening at sportsinsiderradio.com, you are not only a fan of football, you're a sports better. And you're looking to bet to make money. And so the reality is there's so many opportunities on so many other games on the board that you would never even probably watch on TV. And you can take advantage of some of these real, what I call, easy easy barn burners that are just often overlooked. And like I said, I go back to the Florida Nationals and the Rices. Here you've got a team like Rice that's been laying, getting 30, now they're laying two and a half against Florida International. And then you can take advantage of looking at teams that were really high-priced early in the season or big dogs or big favorites. And now you see they're playing real teams within their conference or within their strength level, and all of a sudden you're seeing small lines, two, three-point, four-point lines, and you can get good info on those games and take advantage of it. Kenny, let me ask you, when is the adjustment an over-adjustment? And when does the moment come? And, and I know your words, and I you know, always use this, every game is a snowflake. But you look at TCU's playing Oklahoma State. It's a high-profile game. It's a big number. Oklahoma State favored 11 against a very well-coached TCU team that's playing good football. But the total is what I want to ask you about. 64.5, the suggested opener. It's up to 7. TCU scored 63, 28, and 56 points. Oklahoma State scored 59, 44, and 59 points. It's a runaway freight train headed towards the over, but at what point do you say it becomes an over-adjustment? i got to ask a question real quick because I don't know. Where are you getting your openers from? What, what book are you looking at? Uh, it was just a, a Vegas Insider general consensus oh, okay. opening number. Okay, because I, 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 I like to look at – I mean, bet online comes up first. But they take two hundred fifty dollars on their game, so it's impossible to bet them. I mean, I like to look at Pinnacle, Bet Chris, and Scores and Odds. Well, that, Bet Chris is the next one that opens up, and and they they take the biggest wager, and that's the one I really think is the real opening number. They opened this one up sixty eight. Okay, they they felt it was sixty eight. It's still been bet up, but that's you know Oklahoma State 
as the best offense of college football. Everybody's looking at him going, this is amazing. Mason Rudolph's a Heisman Trophy guy, and they, they are that good offensively. And TCU, look what they did. I mean, they fell behind last week. Oklahoma look, State looking ahead. at 40-1 to 1 yeah. was my play to yeah. maybe long shot play to crash the party and be a Final Four team. Yeah, oh, no doubt about it. I'm, I'm on Oklahoma State as well, and uh, over nine was a, was a big play for me in season wins because this is – a really good team, and they get Oklahoma at home. Oklahoma is a better, little better team, but they have the more difficult schedule than Oklahoma State has. One of the things you look for, though, I guess maybe it was a better way to ask the question, when an adjustment you believe is overinflated? Um, well, you mean like they adjusted this line and overinflated on the line? Well, you know, well, it's... I, I guess it's just my number. I make make the number on the game, and if let's say I make it seventy six, and I miss the sixty eight, sixty nine, and seventy, now it's up to me if I want to go in and lay a bad number on the game. But I'm not going to go under on that on that on that game and try to fade that move because it's a total. And totals bookmakers lose money booking totals. All right. So what conceivably then had this game been played last week? What might you have made the total? I mean, has the, has that total gone up in your estimation based on what we've seen now through three weeks? Oh, definitely. Well, Oklahoma State's offense, they put, put so many points on the board against Pittsburgh last week, and then TCU, and look what they did last week. I think they put up 56 as well. So it's it, this is just an offensive game, just like last week, Memphis and UCLA. Everybody knew that both guys were going to come out throwing the ball over the football field, and that's what's going to happen here because Oklahoma State's offense is going to force TCU into passing and 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 the big knock on Oklahoma State has been their defense isn't great but it's just good enough to make two or three stops a game maybe create one turnover and that's all that offense for Oklahoma State needs because they are going to score at will against anybody in their conference the only teams they won't score will against this year will be if they play Clemson or Alabama and back to the guys in Baltimore John and Mike I'm in on this is what you talk about I mean you've talked about this and listen, baseball season continues on. You mentioned hockey's about to start. We're all in love with football at the moment. But in baseball, I know you've done this forever and a day. When you get, but Can I ask you those... guys a question, even though this is a national show? Do either one of you watch Ballers? No. The no. show Ballers, where they're talking about the Oakland, moving Oakland to Vegas. It's very funny. It, tra- it trails real life. Are you guys excited for the Oakland Raiders eventually? We're excited for all the professional sports. The hockey team, Golden Knights, will be dropping the puck for their first game, their first uh, preseason game this week. It's probably going to be sold out, and the regular season's probably going to be sold out. There's a lot of excitement. Yeah, well, in Vegas. if you go to some of these, if you go to these line sites, they already have early preseason hockey games up. And I want to real quick. I know you were asking me a question, Brian. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, I got a question for both of you. How much the overall trends? make your decision in wagering like I'm going to stay off XYZ because the the, the, the numbers are against me. I, I watched, uh, Kenny did a video this week earlier that he posted on one of our sites and he was talking about the trends into the season against the spread right now. Dogs um, are 54%. Favorites are 45%. So obviously dog side is winning in college football. Do you just look for dogs knowing that or do you expect it to be parity and even out at the end of the season? I hope it evens out, you know, and, and it does most of the time. I'll give you an example. I think it was back in 03 or 04 that uh, uh, 59% of the favorites covered in the NFL, which was amazing. It happens once every 25 years. And you would expect it to happen once every 25 years that the dogs would do that. Well, the next year, the dogs covered 59% to get it back to even again. And, and every year, year in and year out, you can always expect that number to be right about 50%. Same with college football, bigger sample size, more games. Right now, 
um, home teams are covering just 40% in college football. 40%. That's it. It's amazing. How about this stat? I know you both know this, guys. 15, 15, and 1 in the NFL. 50%, 50 50.00% parity on against the spread, favored versus dog. I mean, is the NFL the parity of all parity? I mean, I say it's the hardest sport to beat for precisely that reason. Agreement. We're in all in agreement. You know, the other thing is, I mean, the, the in-game wagering aspect of it, just watching it, that sometimes, you know, you can formulate an opinion as the game gets uh, underway. And I know, Kenny, more often than not, you're, you're all about the numbers in, in in your belief and play on the front end. But sometimes even it could be a game where you're sitting there going, I got no opinion on this. But we've done this a million times. You watch a team move up and down the field get the ball in the red zone, and the coach gets really stupid and conservative, or it was a fumble at the one, or a, a dumb pass and it was picked off, but they march down the field three or four times. There's not a lick of defense being played, and it's a low-scoring game. And because it's like 10-9, they make the second half total you know, 20 and a half. When you watch the game, that first half, they should have scored 31 points. Uh, that That's sometimes where the eyeball comes in. No doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. And I, I want to throw something to both of you which is, if you're going to play a dog, you're going to walk up to the window and play a dog or call your local guy if you're listening to this around the country and play a dog in the NFL, it would probably behoove you to make a small wager on the money line, and here's why. So far in this season, we're 15 and 15. 15 favorites have covered. 15 dogs have covered. Straight up dogs winning outright. We're 10 and 21. So what that basically means is the 15 dogs that covered, 10 of those dogs that covered won outright for money line bets no it's always uh, that's huge yeah and the, like you said in the nfl you're if you're you're taking three on washington last week you're expecting them to win straight up because you're right you're not expecting them to lose to one or two that's just a savings just in case there's something crazy that happens at the end of the game and st louis wins by three you don't lose your money you're still getting your money back but you're expecting a straight up win Exactly, and I know that in Vegas, especially when you get up to the 14-point crazy lines in the NFL, they start giving you less money back, less value back, and where it's not worth it. But if you can get 250, 300, 400 back, 10 times, like I said, in the 15 dog, you bet every fit, you're 15-0 and in dogs, and you're 10-0 and cashing money line tickets. It's huge. It's like playing these huge dogs in baseball. Mike, um, uh, let's also forget, if you're listening to this, we do all sports. Mike is originally from 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 the ukraine he followed russia as a kid growing up he came here when he was eight so let's let's just i know it's a football show but let's talk about the other football for a second mike how early did the game start in las vegas i believe it's 245 east so it's 11:45 for the most part that's correct so if you guys are listening to this and you're obsessed with playing early games and you're in mississippi or you're in alabama or you're in florida or even if you're in vegas you got to bet the night before but you know we always say it's not the game it's the fact that there's an opportunity if you treat it like a global market you know i always say if you can get a line on the game either side can win you might as well take an advantage of it if you have the right information yeah and i mean yesterday Particularly, we had the Spain-La Liga matchup with Valencia laying a goal. But you're having, basically, it's like having NFL in every country across the world. So you could pick your spots all across these leagues and get value. And you could find a lot of opportunities, even though they're starting, there's certain games that will start 8 o'clock in the morning Eastern. So, obviously, if the books aren't open in Vegas, you have to put it in the night before if they have the lines up. There's so many opportunities. There's every league across the world is going on right now. And then among those leagues, 
They also have league tournaments where each team travels and they play in the Champions Cup or they play in the FA Cup or they play in the Copa del Rey. All these leagues are simultaneously going on, and you can really find a lot of easy spots across the world because you're not centered into just one league like the NFL. There's 30 of them going on simultaneously. And, Brian, I think you've made some money off Mike's soccer picks this season, haven't you? I know you were really analyzing them before he gave it to you. I'm just trying to keep up with him as he pronounces all these big names. I'm impressed with that. Hey, but you, you agree. You agree. If you walk into a book and you can get a winner, what do you care what shape A W is a W. You guys are listening. That's right. W is a W. You got that right. It's Sports Insider Radio. Uh, we'll be back in Las Vegas in just a moment. More winning information heading towards a big weekend of college football and the NFL. Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. Com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. All right, we're back with the Sports Insider Radio. Uh, we invite you to check sportsinsiderradio.com. We're coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, Kenny White, our friends, John and Mike from johnsyndicate.com, joining us from Baltimore. Uh, one of the teams that I thought was a really intriguing topic, and we'll start with you, Kenny, on this. Cincinnati in the NFL has been an unmitigated disaster through the first couple of weeks of the season. Their offense cannot get out of its own way. Andy Dalton has struggled mightily. He's missed wide-open wide receivers. They're rolling three running backs. No one gets any rhythm. I think Marvin Lewis has one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel in terms of his employment. But they're playing Green Bay this week. 
And this number, it, to me, is moderately stupefying because uh, I had Tony Neville on my radio show, Sportsbook Radio, in Las Vegas during the week. And to get the impression of the odds makers, I said, man, you know, you're looking at a number that's sitting now uh, in the nine, nine and a half range. But three weeks ago, before the season would have started, I've got to believe that this number would have been Green Bay, six and a half, possibly seven. But I would say six and a half and see what the market would bear. And now it's a number that's up to nine because they've been a hound's breakfast. Are you on board with that? And how do you deal with the Bengals? And it's it's the NFL. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of there'll be a lot of contrarian players this week that will be on Cincinnati. And they don't care what happened the first two weeks of the season. You mentioned earlier, these are professional football players. They do make adjustments. They get better quick. Indy's a perfect two example. Games. It's hard to say, boy, he's bad because two games. First, he went up against Baltimore. Two tip passes in the red zone get intercepted. If they're not tipped, are they touchdowns? Does Baltimore win that, or does uh, Cincinnati win that game? And they're one and one right now. Or, do, or does their offense get on track in week two? Do you two? watch every game, Kenny? Because you know everything about I'm listening to you, and I'm shaking my head. Like, do you go back and watch every game after they're over? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but uh, I read as much as I can. So the more I read, the better I get. Um, it's hard to, hard to watch. I think it's easier to read, and it doesn't take as much time. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, you know you know what the, the thing, when you go between the lines and you watch these things, is sometimes is the play calling. Yeah. Is, an, is it a disaster with some of these teams? They'll run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, get it to the three, and throw three times. What are you doing? Why not get A.J. Green the ball more? I mean, I think they targeted him seven times last week. The guy's the, one of the best receivers in football. They're just not getting him the ball. But the answer is not A.J. McCarron. Um, Dalton's not a great quarterback. And this is a conservative offense. They need to be able to run the football on the ground to control the game and – they're not being able to do that. So that's, you know, Baltimore put them in a tough situation. And last week, um, well, who'd they face? Houston. Cincinnati's faced two of the best defenses, the best defensive coach in football in Harbaugh, and the best defense pure out of um, athletes in Houston. That's that's tough. This might be an easy week for them against Green Bay because Green Bay's defense is no, no, you know, tall tale. John, we talk about the high-profile games, but we always have that cautionary tale. You don't necessarily bet the game because it's the game that t- uh, that's on TV, but now maybe the biggest mistake that players make. We've got great games uh, this week with Oakland uh, at Washington Sunday night, a three-point favorite. The total's fifty-three and a half, and then uh, Monday night, pretty interesting. Dallas and Arizona with the Cowboys, a three-point favorite, three and a half in some places on the road at uh, Arizona with a total of forty-seven and a half. Doesn't necessarily mean uh, yay. They're great football games. Might be one of the worst bets that's on the board. Oh, absolutely, and that's why I always say, if you look at the numbers we just discussed, the dogs are winning 60% of the time, and it's 15-15-1 and and so far in the NFL season. If you're listening to this show probably on Saturday, I I behoove you, I I command you to call and get a college winner, because we have a consensus play that Kenny came in on, Brian zeroed in on, I have, and even Mike agrees with me, usually Mike and I are fighting and betting amongst friends here in the office, and, uh, of course, I'm 0-2 right now because he's 2-0 with the Ravens. But I will say that you should be making so much money in college before Sunday even comes around that Sunday is a bonus. It's a cherry on the Sunday because with so the more opportunities you have, the more opportunities you have to make money. And when you're forced to just playing that Sunday night NFL, quote-unquote, 
get-out game or that Monday get-out game. Like you said, it's, a, it's an opportunity where you're making a bad decision, and sometimes the best play you make is the one you don't play. So I'm in agreement with you. You've got to pick your spots, especially when you're dealing with a short card in the NFL. We know that NFL has the biggest handle, but by looking at the numbers so far, 15-15-1, the bookmakers are laughing all the way to the bank. And I know, as we said, every game's a snowflake. Um, maybe every week is as well. And it's funny, uh, Mike, I mean, I'll go back to last week in the Mike's NFL. Mike's taking all my lunch money on the Ravens. Go well, there you go. But I, I would just say, you look at the myriad of opportunities just by the sheer volume and the number of games that are out there on the college football menu, and then we get to Sunday in the NFL, and you're sitting there going, okay, there should be, you know, I had eight college plays on a Saturday. All of a sudden you get to the NFL and you're thinking, well, I got this long laundry list. Sat there and looked at last week's menu and literally only had three. And it's like, well, you just can't force it. I mean, the NFL's tough. Well, that, and I want to actually touch on Cincinnati and Green Bay, like uh, my opinion, like you guys said, you know, they don't, Cincinnati is no true running attack. They're not running with Hill as the power running game. Mixon is just not a power runner coming from Oklahoma. He was more of a, you know, a spread type, you know, spread him out, get him, get him in the running lanes. He's not a one cut and up type of guy. And Dalton, they're double covering Green every game. They don't have any supporting cast with him. Eifert's hurt. So what's really happening, and they're putting him in a position where Dalton has to take advantage of throwing to the other guys, and they're just not catching the ball. They're not getting open, and he's really not putting it on. Like last game I watched, I dissected the Houston game. He threw two to three yards over the heads of the receivers on third downs every time because the pass rush is coming in. And granted, having two of the best pass rushes in the first two weeks doesn't help him. But coming into Green Bay this week, they could get lucky because Jordy Nelson, with that hamstring, is lingering, might not play. They also have Randall Cobb that was banged up toward the end of the game. They're not showing anybody up. So go, even though going into Lambeau is a tough place to play, getting 8.5 or maybe when it balloons up to 9 or over 9 is a big opportunity for them to at least cover. Hey, the one thing we should mention, and, and we got more football chat coming your way, but baseball continues on. And when we're in Las Vegas, and we talk about this all the time, that baseball, it, you're knocking it out. You're having a great time. You're doing really well. You got a good read on teams. You're playing streaks. You're cashing tickets. You're picking the right long shot every once in a while. All of a sudden, football comes and base, people turn their <laughs> focus of attention away from baseball. Kenny could be something you're doing really well at, but that is the appeal and the allure of football drags you away from something that you've been following and now you're in the in the stretch run and you get expanded rosters there are opportunities in baseball that people just kind of thumb their nose at just because they love football so much that is a great point I, i've started to look at baseball a little bit more this week just because of that you're right i i had to put it on the on the back burner and now um you know hey i know there's going to be some opportunities you're right now so i've I've been looking at it closely the last couple days trying to get back in the swing and john you've always been shooting for the moon you know when you get these inflated numbers and you you catch that uh plus 250 plus 275 dog you do that a couple of times you only got to go one and three and you're making money Absolutely, and that's why I've always said you have to treat your betting as a business. You guys are located in the in the 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 heart of the sports wagering world in Las Vegas, Nevada. Did I say it correctly? You got it right this time. All right, beautiful. you're you're you're, 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 you're 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 two and one today. Usually, you're usually so, you're betting a thousand. 
It's been a rough week. Listen, here's the bottom line. If you guys are listening, like I always say, treat your betting as a business. You wouldn't have your stockbroker give you a stock in the Dow and you say, no, I don't trade it. I only trade the NASDAQ. I make the same correlation here. If if we have a play on baseball and you can get a line on the game, then you should take advantage of it. It shouldn't matter what shape the ball is. And I always say, it shouldn't matter whether it's the Dallas Cowboys should it matter whether it's the Dallas Mavericks? Should it matter whether it's the Dallas Stars? If you can get a winner, did you like that, Brian? Come on. Nice. And the trifecta. Very good. Uh, if, 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 if you can get a winner, you get a winner. And so many times people have called us on Monday Night Football and say, who do you like in the Monday Night game? And I say, take the Orioles or take the Red Sox. And they go, what are you talking about? There's a Monday. So listen, it's not worth the game. And then I'm watching the game going to overtime, and it's literally a flip of a coin game, which is why I tell clients now is if you want to be involved in every game, the only way you can really be involved with confidence, it doesn't mean you're going to win every play, is to play the game within the game. Going back to last week, having Colorado State plus the 13.5 in the second half, um, and, and, and grabbing those points, knowing that they're not going to win 200 to nothing in the second half. They might, but the odds are they probably will let off the gas in the fourth quarter. Um, do either one of you do quarter play? Because I've noticed a lot of places offering quarter lines. You know, and I notice a lot of people will take that contrarian side and play the dog even before the game starts in the fourth quarter. I'll jump in and say I don't in football, but the same premise exists. I very much do the first period in hockey. Uh, for a myriad of reasons, it could be ceremony games, uh, travel concerns, and uh, that opportunity in the first period exists on a number of occasions in hockey. I don't, per se, uh, go to the quarters in football. Do you, Kenny? I do not. Um, I, I, I look them over. I think that they're, you, you know, you could get stretched out so much. I mean, there's got to be a spot here and there that you like that you play, but you're playing the game. You're looking to play in game. You're looking to play halftime. So it, it's hard to get too stretched out at certain points because that's just one game you're talking about. And if you play a lot, I like to use the shotgun approach, and I play a lot of games. And hopefully, I'm going to hit 55 percent of those games. And the one thing, so, so what, go ahead. Well, real quick, Brian, what do you? Because I'm on the front lines with Mike, and we're talking to the clients daily. Um, and what do you say to the guy Kenny that calls and he says, "I." Because he's lost with the shotgun approach, and he's not a professional like you. And he says, just give me one game, Mike. Give me one game, John, that I can just unload on. What do you say to that guy? Uh, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's You know, nobody. we're not here with information that, that we got games that are locks that can't lose. That's just not the case. We're here doing hard work. Analysis. And analysis, and we're trying to hit 60% winners. And if we do hit 60% winners in the long run, you will make a ton of money, and you'll be able to take some of that and throw it on one game if you want every now. But, it, you know, it, it, you just don't know which ones are going to win out of 60%. You it's can, an odd-shaped object, yeah. is a football. That's it. It, it sure is. It bounces funny Hey, look ways. at last week. Everybody, everybody loved Arizona over the Colts because the Colts look so bad. That's right. And everybody loved the Rams. Me. Because, I had the Colts. Yeah, no, you you had to go against the the, the first week. You were on the Colts, and and you were and you were on, and you were on uh, the Redskins against the Rams. Well, what the the, the Redskins play? The Rams were phony because they, 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 if you think about it, Colts came back looked better. Rams came back to earth. So right. that one game led you to two opportunities. But we sit here and talk about intangibles and how they factor in, and the numbers are. A great starting point, and over the course of time, will drive you in the right direction. But there are intangibles and databases and things with sample size that lead you to say, history repeats itself, 
Yet these opportunities fall through the cracks. We get into conference play now, different animals. Uh, you get the sandwich games, the letdown games, the look-ahead spots. There are a myriad of uh, opportunities that exist that you find on a large menu. Uh, the numbers made the numbers tell you one thing, but you go, wait a minute, I know how this has gone down in the past, and it gets seared into your memory bank. Well, you're talking about trends that you've seen happen before. You brought it up last week. Mississippi State at nighttime. like It's like that area of the country. LSU at nighttime. Those those games, those fans are so crazy that that home field advantage, I always say home field advantage is like an average number, and they say it's like four in college football, which is probably true. But Mississippi State had a seven-point home advantage that night against LSU. There's other teams in the country that have zero. As I mentioned, the Chargers. Their home advantage was zero. It was actually maybe minus one because there was more Dolphin fans at the game than there were Charger fans. And I'm, I'm thinking three and a half points for the Chargers because it's only 30,000 seats, and I'm thinking they're going to be sold out, and they weren't. There was 25,000 people at the game. And I'll just throw one out there, Kenny, that you know I've said forever and a day, hey, great Dolphins get the win now. That situation that's out in L.A. where these two teams, USC's outdrawing them, yeah. that factors in. Why, trust me when I tell you, you watch – uh, be on the halfway point of the season in the NFL if the Dolphins aren't like a really high-end team. You wait and see how many orange seats are in that stadium down in Miami. It's one of the worst home field advantages in football because people stop going if they're not good. You're right. It, it amazed me that I know that from you telling me that, and I follow that, but it amazed me that that many people went from Miami all the way to L.A. to watch that game. I guess they just wanted to get out of the hurricane, basically. Well, there, uh, let, let, Probably. Let, let's let's say that, you know, again, I'm in Baltimore. I fly to Vegas every few weeks. It's a five-hour flight. It's also a five-hour flight to London. So, yeah, it's outside of the country, but the time difference really isn't that big of a deal. And so when you said it amazes you that people fl- flew to see that game, don't be amazed if you're listening to this radio show on Saturday when you turn on and see in London it's all Baltimore fans. So I, we do, we, but you still have to, you can't play the money line. You have to play the line itself, which means it's not as easy just to take Baltimore and roll over. Now, Kenny, I know you have a play that's off by 10 or 15 points this week. Is it in college or is it in pro when they call to get it here at the office? Uh, I've got a college game that I think is off by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, guys. 1-800-209-1679. And as always, you can get his plays at oddsxfactor.com. And Brian is texting me at halftime for those, in, those insider game halftime moves, the game within the game. All right, fellas. It's going to be a fun weekend. We'll play it back again next week with Sports Insider Radio from Las Vegas. John and Mike, you guys have a wonderful weekend. You too, guys. All right. And Kenny, always a pleasure. Good to have you on board. We invite you to check sportsinsiderradio.com. The number to call is one 800 Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Radio Shopping Show is here on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas and at KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Jason Wirt. At the end of the day, I really believe we're going to get 50 Republican votes, and I make a prediction. 
There are going to be a lot of Democrats struggling with a no vote. GOP Senator Lindsey Graham talking to reporters about the new G20 